Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, an update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacy McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, today we're going to look at CN and its footprint in Iowa. Can we start with a bit of history? So in 1855, the Illinois Central reached the Mississippi River in northwestern Illinois, getting across to Dubuque, Iowa by ferry in the summer and building tracks across the ice in the winter. In 1856, Congress granted four prospective railroads almost four million acres in Iowa, representing a ninth of the area of the state. And like other roads, the IC was focused on connecting with the eastern end of the then under construction Union Pacific. The IC leased the Dubuque and Pacific in 1867, which had already built west to Iowa Falls, and the IC reached Sioux City in 1870. It was 1868 when a swing bridge, built by Andrew Carnegie at a cost of $1 million, opened, allowing for through service to Chicago. By then, there were four railroads running east-west in Iowa, of which the first was the Northwestern, running from Clinton to Council Bluffs, followed by the Barack Island, the Burlington Railroad, and finally the IC. The IC, under the leadership of Ed Harriman, commencing in 1883, bought the DNP in 1887 outright and formed the Fort Dodge in Omaha in 1898 to build to Omaha Council Bluffs. The IC reached Sioux Falls, South Dakota in 1887 and Cedar Rapids in 1888. Branches also ran from Cedar Falls to Albert Lee in southern Minnesota. The then Illinois Central Gulf sold 100 miles of track to the Cedar Valley Railroad in 1984 which was subsequently reorganized at the Cedar River Railroad in 1991, and the rest of its Iowa network was sold to the Chicago Central and Pacific, or CCP, in 1985, only to have the IC reacquire both these assets in 1996. Today, what does CN's Iowa network look like? CN operates 574 miles of track in Iowa through its subsidiaries with its largest yard at Waterloo. Part of CN Chicago Division, the main line in Iowa starts on the eastern side of the state at Dubuque, and runs out to the Fort Dodge area, where it branches to enter Sioux City to the north, or Omaha Council Bluffs to the south. CN interchanges with the Iowa Northern at Waterloo and Cedar Rapids. The Cedar Rapids and Iowa City Railway, or Crandick, at Cedar Rapids, and the Dakota and Iowa, or DAIR, at Sioux City. The DI runs into South Dakota. CN also interchanges traffic with Class 1 carriers BN in Sioux City, Omaha, and East Dubuque, as well as with UP at Sioux City, Council Bluffs, and Iowa Falls. What does CN's direct-served grain elevator network in Iowa look like? Well, it should come as no surprise that Iowa is home to more top 100 agricultural co-ops than any other state, and some of the co-ops that CN provides service to handle millions of tons of grain annually. CN has direct rail access to 18 grain elevators in Iowa, and of those, six are capable of loading 105-plus car unit trains, and almost all of them are located in western Iowa. The most easterly unit train loader is at Alden, located on our main line in central Iowa, while the most westerly is at Hinton in northwestern Iowa. Most of the unit train loaders in Iowa are located in the northwest quarter of the state. For around 60 miles in eastern Iowa, west of the Mississippi River, there is limited country elevator infrastructure because of all the trucks moving grain to barge loaders along the river. For Iowa, CN's direct rail touchpoints on the Mississippi are at Dubuque, Iowa, and East Dubuque, Illinois. The extent to which grain is shipped by rail out of Iowa is driven in part by how large Iowa grain supplies are, given that local demand is going to get covered first. In the case of corn, for example, between ethanol production, wet corn milling, and feed demand, Iowa corn usage is around 2 billion bushels annually, against production of 2.5 billion bushels this year. For soybeans, there are over a dozen major soybean crush plants to consider, and 400 million bushels plus of soybean crush compared to production of just under a half a billion bushels this year. 
When it comes to corn and soybean processing, what does the Iowa landscape look like for CN? Well, with the emergence of ethanol production in the mid-2000s, the mix of products that CN moves out of Iowa has shifted away from bulk grains and towards more processed grain products. CN has rail access to wet and dry corn processing plants in Iowa. Traditionally, a wet corn milling plant will produce products such as corn syrups, dextrose, corn oil, starches, gluten feed, and gluten meal. In Iowa, CN accesses wet milling production facilities in Cedar Rapids. At dry corn milling plants, corn processing yields three main products, ethanol, dry distiller's grains, or DDGs, and distiller's corn oil. CN has access directly and indirectly to over a dozen ethanol plants in Iowa, and most of these plants are capable of shipping unit trains. Now with soybeans, when a bushel of beans is crushed, it yields around 11 pounds of oil and 44 pounds of meal. And CN can access soybean oil and soybean meal produced from crushed plants at Sioux City, Cedar Rapids, and Iowa Falls. Thanks for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.